When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thanks, Vanessa. By the way, at Matty White, SEN, our Twitter or X uh, handle, you'll find a poll this morning. So Tommy's been busy this morning on the Ronald Volkman scenario in rugby league. We're just posing the question, who do you think's at fault here? Dragons, Warriors, or perhaps Ronald Volkman's management um, may give us some clue as to way, the way that you're thinking. The fact of the matter is that he remains without a club and the RLPA trying to make sure that uh, everything's covered. And let's not forget that part of that contract, exit contract with the Warriors was paid out and was also absorbed a bit by the Dragons. So th- there's a bit of the financial security is there, but it's one of these scenarios that everybody's been trying to avoid and it's hit them straight in the face. Let's talk cricket now. Bryce McGain is on the line as we head towards the BBL Challenger tonight at Carrara, the Heat v the Strikers, and of course, the second test against the Windies uh, starting on Thursday. Morning, Bryce. Very good morning to you, Matty. And uh, there's still plenty of cricket. And uh, as we get two games away from the final of the Big Bash, uh, important time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, We'll get to the Big Bash in just a sec. Why don't we start with the second test? Because obviously Usman Khawaja's fitness is going to be continued to be monitored. But from what I hear, see and read, um, it looks as though he might be good to go. Yeah, which is good news. Uh, it was a nasty blow, and obviously at the time um, when Australia were just uh, easing into a victory um, with one run to win, uh, getting struck like that, uh, just uh, there's no good time to get hit, but that was probably the least of them all. And thankfully, everything's okay, and they are monitoring him because we know that um, we're well aware now with the concussion, it can be some delayed onset of those mm. things, but uh, he seems to be all clear. He passed his first concussion test, which is a good sign, and um, he's continued to do so under the monitoring. So good signs there that he'll continue opening the batting with his new partner, Steve Smith. Yeah, and you touch on something there too that, that I sort of noticed as I was watching that unfold and then listening to Paddy Cummins afterwards, that it shows you how far we've come down the line with concussion, not only the protocols as well, but the way that, um, you know, people don't go anymore. Oh, well, he walked off the field. He's fine. They checked. He didn't break his jaw. He's okay. They, they play it pretty straight because they have to, because they don't know if three hours later, perhaps Uzi's feeling sick at the, at the team hotel or whatever. So they do play a straight bat, so to speak, um, for particular reasons and, and they give it time. Matty, I think that's really important and the players' health is uh, critically important. And that goes for the NRL, it goes for the AFL. Um, those things are so critically important in, in caring for the athletes and their, their long-term well-being as well. So um, it, it's good that those parameters are in there. Um, I think it's one of the best moves that cricket's made in, 
many, many years as uh, that concussion substitute and allowing players to be replaced under those circumstances. It shows how important it is. You mentioned his new partner in Steve Smith. I, I, this is my first day back at work, Bryce, and I said at the very top of the show, you know, what have I missed and, and what's changed? And one of the things that I said has changed in the last, you know, since I've been gone, well, we've got ourselves a new test opener. I mean, Davey Warner found his baggy greens. That's probably the other headline act. But Steve Smith, it's obviously early days here. My way of thinking was it ended up being a bit of a no-brainer because to to get um, to somehow get Cameron Green back into the squad, they had to sort of make that move. And as soon as Steve Smith and I heard the interview that he did with ABC Radio, I, I, as soon as he said, "I'm ready to go," if you're Andrew yeah. McDonald and if you're Pat Cummins and you're George Bailey. That's all you need to hear, isn't it? Because it, it ticks two boxes. Smith's happy, gets gets somebody of his calibre up the top at this stage of his career and gets Green, a generational player, back in. That's exactly right. They, they were so eager to select, uh, I guess, the best six batsmen uh, that they consider. And he is that generational talent, uh, Cameron Green. But he had his mind set on he would be coming back in and opening the batting. Um, so that seemed to be the only spot available. Uh, no one had actually really stoked, spoken to Steve Smith, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> I think they spoke to everyone else. Maybe Marnus goes up one, or what about Travis Head? He does it in the white ball game. And, um, you know, they, they were talking about all the other options, and he was probably just waiting to be asked in actual fact, and he had to bring it forward himself. So, <laughs> look, I, I think it's the right move. Um, I'm really comfortable with it. It may not be perfect for the first couple of tests, Um you know, as they just feel their way, it's a new role for Steve Smith. I think it has many benefits for Smith. Um, it, it does remove the 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 opposition loading up the onside and bowling short, which was not necessarily a method in... It did get him out at times, but it wasn't a failure of his him playing the short ball. It was probably more just stifled his career there for a while and his free-flowing run scoring. So I think at the top of the order, with more gaps in there, um, you know, there's an opportunity for him to to uh, avoid a strategy that's worked against him, but also, um, you know, re- renew his uh, and invigorate himself uh, to bat at the top of the order. So I quite like it. And then the other part is the Cam Green part and the generational talent part. And I was I was thinking out loud this, mate, while I was spending endless hours on the ride on mower over the summer break, but I was thinking out <laughs> loud. Going with <laughs> Correct. I was thinking out loud, well, okay, they, they were biding their time with green and the term generational talent, you can look at it sort of two ways. But if you think back to Pat Cummins, for instance, when he went through all of his injury dramas and there was a time there when he was sitting out, but it was, this guy's a generational talent. Now they played the patient game with Pat Cummins and look at the rewards that they've got now. I'm not going, I'm not certainly not going to say that, you know, Cameron green may or may not be heading on that trajectory, but if there's a lesson to be learned about generational talents, it is be patient with them because more often than not, they will pay dividends. Yeah, indeed. And he stood out from when he was churning out runs in the Sheffield Shield two seasons ago. Um, you know, he scored nine first-class hundreds, 15 fifties, uh, averages um, 56 in Sheffield Shield. So he, he's right up there and deserves his opportunity. He's just that he's been batting out of position at six where... Uh, on his own, um, I guess, uh, it was shared with everybody, uh, just suggesting that you know he, he felt a bit of pressure at six to really push the game forward. 
Now we've got the perfect six in place in Mitch Marsh, who loves playing that way. Um, Cam Green likes to settle in a bit, and uh, number four is where he scored all those runs for WA. And so I think he deserves that opportunity. I, I certainly feel for the players that have missed out in Marcus Harris and, um, of course, uh, Cam Bancroft as well. And, mm. you know, Matt Renshaw's in there as well. I, I think Matt Renshaw, because of the flexibility to bat in all positions in the order, um, is more of your concussion substitute um, uh, to, to file along with the, the team at the moment. But uh, I, I think that they've got it right, and I, I think they'll settle with it for some time. It's a bit like Nathan Lyon. If you just judged him on his... Uh, well, his first ball was pretty awesome. He got out saying, uh, against Sri Lanka. Um, but, uh, you know, I think just giving them some time, settling in and saying, look, this is what we're going to do. We'll do this for West Indies. We'll go to New Zealand for a couple of tests. This is our lineup. Let's go with it. And uh, it gives all the players a lot of confidence around them so they don't feel under pressure immediately. Mm. And they're settled on the bowling lineup, mate. I mean, why wouldn't you be? <laughs> <laughs> Lock and load that. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And Hazelwood obviously ticking over his 250th wicket while you're away um, was, was pretty amazing. And uh, it, it's just such a balanced attack. It's got all all, uh, all parts covered. Um, so, yeah, look, it, it's going from strength to strength. I don't think they want to stop playing. And, and what, why should they? If they're performing the way they are, everyone gets their go. Everyone gets a piece of cake at times. Um, you know, sometimes it's... Pat Cummins' day. Sometimes it's it, lately it's been Hazelwood's, and then Nathan Lyon keeps churning away and, and ticking things along. So, even though he hasn't quite been at his best, I don't think this summer, but he's still been really, really um, productive and serviceable for the team and the balance of that attack. So, yeah, that, that set and forget for the the next test up at the Gabba. Absolutely. So tonight the challenger BBL challenger. So we've got the strikers and heat left, and of course the Sixers waiting for um, who they'll face in the final on Wednesday. I was just checking the weather there. Um, for Carrara Stadium, looks as though it's going to be okay. What do you think happens tonight and what has to happen for one of these teams to to take it up to the Sixers who've just come home with a with a wet sail? They have indeed, and um, they're doing it on the back of uh, leg spin, which uh, puts a big smile on my face, I can tell you, Matty. Um, uh, Lloyd Pope coming back in, he's nearly a forgotten leg spinner around Australian ranks, and uh, he, he's come into that lineup. Um Cameron Boyce uh, has done a terrific job bowling his slower-paced leg spin, uh, and it's been really productive throughout the whole tournament. Obviously, they're trying to cover the, the loss of Rashid Khan. He's the best leg spinner in T20 cricket in the world and um, such a vibrant player for the, the strikers. So he's got a knee injury that kept him out for the whole tournament. So having these two and Lloyd Pope come in later... And uh, Matt Short himself bowling, he's more than handy offspin. He's the leading run scorer of the competition. So, And Jake Weatherall's just been resurrected from nowhere, really. He had the last last chance to, to play a few games ago when Chris Lynn did his hamstring. And uh, he, they went, oh, well, OK, we'll pop him in. He hadn't sort of run for about two years. And then he's just lit up the, the big bash at the last end. They've got some momentum. They're doing it with spin. I think it'll really suit the conditions up there. Um, which can be a bit tacky and obviously there's some weather around and sometimes some cells just appear at that time of year uh, on the Gold Coast and obviously there's some storms and that around. So um, the, the wickets have been undercover quite a bit. So, mm. look, I, I think it might play into their hands. They're the form team. The Heat have just sort of um, chugged along. They slipped up against the Sixers and it's, it's not easy. The Sydney Sixers, boy, they're just so well-led. They're so well-drilled. They know their roles. They're, they just so organised and uh, and they've got terrific players and they deserve to be sitting there in the final but uh, 
Look, the Heat have had a lot of disruption to their batting lineup. Um, they look a little thin, but uh, we'll have to see how they go up against the strikers. So it's going to be a terrific game tonight at Gold Coast. Yep, 7 o'clock. Uh, well, for our Sydney listeners, 7 o'clock right here on SEN. Good on you, Bryce. Great to catch up, mate. Always good to chat with you, Matty. Have a great day. You too. Bryce McGain there. So BBL challenger, Brisbane Heat v Adelaide Strikers. You'll hear every ball live right here on SEN tonight. And the same with the BBL final Wednesday night. Who will face the Sydney Sixers at the SCG? Reptile, good to hear from you. First one for the new year. Uh, G'day, Shagger, he says. I'm sorry, Steve Smith is a liability. He's no longer the calibre of player you keep talking about. Father Time has caught up with him. He has no technique to therefore uh, affects him more and therefore affects him more. Reptile, we're going to start with a respectfully disagree. (laughs) for 2024. I'm sending that straight back in your in your back pocket. Thank you for that. 0457 736 736 is the text line. We're getting texts in, obviously, around Cricket Australia and the Australia Day scenario, which we will uh, discuss. one 1170 So we'll open that up and do NFL soon.